Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, I'm Mikey. This is a podcast about racing. Sometimes we talk about racing. And sometimes we don't. This is the crossover. You you know where we are now, but it's kind of a drive for you guys. I get that. Because you guys you guys are over on the south, south side. No, we're on the five east side. Speed room. We're right there at Watermaker. Oh, okay. Between Watermaker and Beach Grove. Okay. So here's what I need you guys to do. Your microphones have to be closer to your face because we're now recording a second show. Yay! Welcome to, Welcome the, crossover. to the crossover. Today's show... Sponsored by Jim's Outlaws. And Jim's Outlaws. And Jim's I, Outlaws. I think we missed it the last Northwest week. Figure 8. Uh, Polk Brothers Racing, Loyalty Racing, and our Rule 1 Shot is brought to you by Moondrops Distillery. Shot, shot. Oh. So you tonight's the vodka. They have other, they have other flavors, too. Um, the lemon shake-up is a huge... Uh, it's a huge hit. It's a huge their hit. Al- their apple pie is really good. Yep. Their bourbon is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um we're doing the vodka because this is the last bottle. I just talked to Moonshine Mark. I'm headed there tomorrow to pick cool. up to pick up some more bottles. Good. We need to have him on. Um, distillery tours now available, hosted by yours truly yep. every Sunday. So and it's you know from where you guys are, it's in Fortville. So from where you guys are at, it's maybe 25 minutes. Yeah, just right up Pendleton Pike. <laughs> yeah, if you love the sound of my voice, come to the distillery and you. Can and if you it. don't, go anyway. Yeah, go anyway. <laughs> right, get some right. get some tasting They're of actually, alcohol. We're going to be there Thursday night because I'm not working Friday because we're headed to Florida on sure. Friday. And they're doing a, I'm eager and nervous. They're doing an open bluegrass jam. Oh, nice. And I'm. I'll come down for that. For whatever reason, you talk to your sponsor first. It is a distillery. They don't have anything to drink. other. Do they than have food. water? They do have water. Yeah. I'll drink water. You know, we do. they provide our studio water. They do. Like, that's the level they take us to. They provide our studio water. Nice. Yeah, they, they give um, us, they give us the good stuff. Heck yeah. And I'm for whatever reason way into bluegrass right now. By the way, uh, the alcohol by uh, the 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 by alcohol the alcohol content in that is pretty high too. So and the, the water, water. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, um, in the water. So before so you were telling us right before we started rolling, Jordan, that you raced late models for a year. Yeah, under your own flag. Not a year, but almost a year. Almost it wasn't a full season. Not, not even almost. How many? <laughs> how many races? How many races? I like think three or four. Yeah, it was, it was three or four. Who'd you buy the car from? Uh, it was one of Jesse Tunney's cars. Oh, okay. So okay. it was a T8 car? Yeah. Uh, no, it was. No. It used to be a uh, van meter car slash Doug okay. Gregg car. Okay. All right. So it was made by it was made by by Doug Gregg. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And uh, so short lived. <laughs> so yeah, short lived. So yeah. let's talk about that. So it was my uh, my first ever time racing late models, and uh, I had a huge. Uh, waking up on that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, start of it, really, I mean, it was opening day. I, I did really good. I mean, everybody was on new tires. Um, that was my biggest thing. I'm low budget. I don't have big money. Uh, so, everything came out of my pocket, so I couldn't afford new tires every race. Mm-hmm. And that eventually caught up to me the third race um, when I got my first wreck. And uh, that's that's uh, that's what woke me up and realized that, Hey, late models ain't for me because I don't have the money. Right, guys, I'm racing with. They have the sponsorship to where they could trash your car one week and be out in a brand new piece. Mine, I had to wait, get my money up and get the chassis fixed and all that stuff. So, and plus, I I didn't know how to set up the car at the time. So, so it was kind of I knew stock cars didn't know late models. What was your uh, What was your best finish? Uh, I think I finished seventh. That's not bad. Starting where though? Um. Think twelfth. So oh, that's not great. We need to get him into a late. Well, model. Yeah, I mean, look, here's here's the thing, man. I think that and hey, you, hey, Doodle, we got a backup driver. For yeah, you. Scott Wright, we got a backup driver. For and you, you, um, 
I liked it, man. I, I honestly, if I had somebody back me, you'd go back. I would go back in a heartbeat. Yeah. I, just, I just need that time, that seat time, and uh, I don't. I don't feel like I gave it a fair shake. As soon as I got in that first wreck, I was I was kind of done after that. Uh, when I saw that money sign, who'd on you it. tie up with? Who was the wreck with? Uh, Nick Moore. Nick Moore. I don't know the name. Nick Moore uh, sounds familiar. Doesn't he race in mini late models now? No. No. Uh, he raced uh, late models and street stocks with me back in the day, but uh, he don't race anymore. Oh, okay. okay. Right. Yeah, that name. I'm, who am I thinking of? Nick. Um, Nick. No, I'm thinking of Nick Neat in the. Oh yeah. He's in yeah, the. No. Um. Yeah. So. How about a mini late model. They're not as expensive. I um. Uh, there's a guy that offered me to ride this year. Um. I have not really. Can you say who? It's okay if you can't. It's don't okay don't even don't even worry about it if yeah. you can't. I I, I don't want to. Sure. Because it's not a set deal. It's kind of just. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I would do it in a heartbeat if he's listening. I, I do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, I need to message him see what what it's like now, but I would do it. Yeah, I think it's so weird for Kevin because he's trying to start a division, and I think all, it's going to do well this year. All, I really do. I hope so. I hope well, so. so here's the thing. I They're think fun to watch. I think those loyalty guys are going to help. Yeah. Um, but who? So yeah, and neat. Neat was a nice, was Nick. A, Neat is, was, is was a good driver. He was. And who am I thinking? Jack something. Josh Gar. Josh Gar. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah. Nathan so uh, Nate Arthur was out there as well. Yeah. Oh, and um, um it's really the only division the guy, where I know all guy, of the names. The guy I bought the car, the my niece's car from uh, uh-uh. Josh Fultz. Josh. I was thinking of Josh Fultz, not Josh Gar. Yeah, Sorry. Josh Fultz. Sorry, Josh. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna uh, get a text message about you guys that. know Josh Fultz. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so the the Ford Fusion that's sitting in the driveway is my niece's car. I bought it from him. Oh, okay, nice. cool. I just did the front brakes on it today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's going. Oh, he's a great guy. He's yeah. a great guy. He's he's. A I mean, lot, that's really the only division where of, I know everybody's name. A lot of yeah, well, that's because it's not that many cars. The thing is, the thing that got scary is there were like two weeks in a row where I think two cars one one day on fire. One day where one two day. cars okay. caught fire. And and the the person who I went to immediately with, with questions about it was Mike Hadley Jr. <laughs> yeah. And what did he say? And he goes he goes, Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it. what it was is that a hose popped off and that's the oil hose and yeah. you know what happens when you mix oil and heat, motherfucker blows yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Um but it happened twice. In and that night. scared me. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so what can we expect from these cars the rest of the season? What is, is this going to be happening regularly? Well, and, I, and I think is this, I think Kevin's got a bunch of dedicated guys that are good at building cars. They'll work the kinks out. But when you, I mean, you and I know a driver where the, the frame snapped in half. <laughs> and we're not going to say, we do. Who, we're not going to say who. Wow. He's not racing that division anymore. It's bad. Yeah. It, it was bad. Um, um, and, and I, you know, I can tell you that I think that you would do well in, in the mini late models, not only because there's not as many drivers, but also because it's, it's, um, I mean, it's a, it's a legend car that's I was been... just going to say, have you ever driven a legend? No. No. Interested? I've heard I, they're squirrely as So, okay. So do you remember, do you remember how squirrely your, your junior fast car was? Or was it squirrely at all? Not at all. <laughs> it's um, track. Okay. So I've noticed a lot of these fast cars are squirrely as hell. I think that's more has to do with the driver. Um, I would agree, but the way the way I view it, and and this is what Wes said too. Wes said that it was squirrely as hell yeah. when he drove his, and he he didn't form the fuck up. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. He didn't fucking do it. Um, which I still don't know. Never mind. Anyway, so um, but it's the there's a lot of power in that rear end. Very light cars too. Much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If I mean, if you ever plan on going into mini late model 
or Legends or anything like that, you might want to talk to, at least for Legends, you want to talk to Billy Bart. Yeah. And Billy Bart Jr. specifically. Um, I don't know if you know him very well. Yeah. Um, he's, a, he's a pretty cool dude. Um, we'll eventually have him him and his dad on the show. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> but, uh, but I think that's... And by the way, the changing lights, this, the picture behind you keeps changing. And I've got ADHD, so I'll look every single <laughs> yeah, time I it changes. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw up a video on there that doesn't change very often. Yeah, it's often. fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, throw oh, something up of, uh, of the... Right so let me ask you a question. Hole. We just did, uh... We just did um, a series of shows. Actually, they haven't all been released yet, and we're going to record some more because we get, we're going to record with the Northwest Figure Eight guys, the State of the Eight. What do you think, and this is a question that Josh loves, and it's because of his love of the sport and he wants it to continue and I mm-hmm. do as well, but I never think to ask it. And I, I, as preparing for the show, putting together the show notes for you guys, what do you think this sport needs? Let's, let's talk first just short track racing and then figure eight racing to stay alive. Because more tracks are closing every year. As far as stocks or just all the whatever. Let's let's Keeping start with the big picture. Open. Keeping short tracks Fans. open. Fans. So what what like what has to happen? The, the one thing that I've heard, and I'm not, I don't like talking shit about Kevin because when you talk shit about Kevin, Kevin bites back every now and then. Oh yeah. And we don't want to talk shit about Kevin because he's done a great to, job. He's doing a right. great job. Yeah, now exactly. we've been critical of some things that he's done. Sure. The one thing that I don't understand, and everyone has said the exact same thing, they don't promote much. No. Um, I have I, seen maybe one or two ads on Facebook that were video. Excuse me, that were video ads. But. The fact that you and I are seeing them means that they're reaching an audience that's going to be there anyway. <laughs> yep. And I hate to put it that way, but, you know, one of the things that the guys at, at the TH shop were talking about, because we just two weeks ago we were at Bruce Tunney's house. Excuse me. And he said, Kevin needs to talk to these drivers. Get get some of these cars at public events. Yeah. And with a TV in the background playing what, this, what it looks like. Because, I mean, the, part of the reason it took 18 months – for him to get me to a race was the only experience I had with figure eight racing was a show called monster garage. When Jesse James put together a figure. And also, car. also, and I just saw it as a, a sideshow. There attraction. was, there was also this documentary called, um, I, I didn't, I didn't watch that. Oh, okay. Until Never after, mind. No, we, I didn't see that documentary until we started recording. That's right. Okay. Because it was Tim Lowe. It's the dirty driving. It's the dirty driving. No, no, Thunder no. cars of Indiana documentary. No, that I was talking about. So I'm talking about two different, things. right? You're talking about, you're talking so, about the eight. Yeah, I'm talking about the eight. Right. The the Anderson documentary doesn't have figure figure eight. Racing I know, in but it it's short all. track, and it, it makes every. Track. Oh, it makes it. It's yeah, really it's bad. Cool. It makes what's short it, track. What's it called? Um, it's called like Summer of Thunder or something. No, like it's that. Dirty Driving Thunder Cars of Indiana. Oh, okay, the movie. Yeah. Yes. Dude, it makes it makes all of this look like a fucking sideshow. It it makes yeah. it look like a joke, and it yeah. makes it pisses me off every it single time. Bad, bad side of racing. Like, whenever I want to get angry, I'll sit down on HBO Max and say, fuck it, we're going to hammer out 90 minutes, and by the time we're done, we're going to write an impassioned speech about why short track racing is better. for for the third show that we record tonight, I want to talk about HBO Max. Okay. I'll make make a note. Anyway, sorry, guys. Um, Can you tell I've had a few? I'm knocking shit over. (laughs) I see that over there. Going off on tangents. Um, I haven't haven't had a drink in three and a half years. It's the first time in three and a half years, yeah. Oh, it made yeah. me feel bad. I now. decided. Right. To feel is, it, is it us or what? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, some shit happened today, and oh. I just decided I didn't need to be on the wagon anymore. Sorry. Don't my, listen to him. He's full spo- of shit. My sponsor He's told me shit. not to. Do, and I'm joking. I'm yeah, fucking okay. joking. I work for a distillery, <laughs> among okay. other things. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, he's right. he's always uh, he's always taking so, a little bit so, from the top. So I'll be. So I'm going to be vague, but but you'll understand what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. I'm on. 
I do other things now that okay. make the alcohol not necessary. Okay. Um, but we're living in a state where the other thing isn't always to, easy to get a hold. So yep. I, need, I need a job like that. What's that? <laughs> makes it job, makes the alcohol not, not necessary. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, we can we hit the pause button real quick? Right. Hold on one second. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Let me let me hit the pause. And you're interested in trying when I have some? Absolutely, I'll always share it because it's sure. been it's been a godsend for me. You should awesome. probably make a notice when I need to edit that part out. Whatever. <laughs> what were we talking about before? I don't remember. Stuff? We were talking about drinking, about falling off the wagon. I man, I got. Are we listen, rolling now? Yeah, we're rolling. Okay. So, so Josh is actually so one hundred percent. Awesome. Uh, now, thank you. I don't. Now, I've I've had some some times, yeah. um, I'll and I'll be honest with you guys. Like, what really set me off to determine it's time to quit was the second suicide attempt. You uh, know, because <laughs> uh, you can't it, treat. It's, it's the second one that gets you. Yeah, really. You know, and I mean, who knew? Maybe the third one was a charm. But but it's it's very much a you can't treat depression with a depressant. Right. Right. So if either of you ever feeling sad, please don't turn to alcohol. Yeah, I lost a very good friend of mine a couple of years ago. From uh, he's very depressed, and he went out one night and got drunk. Yep, depressed and uh, took his own life. But yeah, dude, and and it, it it's you know uh, there's a lot of epidemics in the world. Yeah. Um, but the one that really freaks me out is the most legal epidemic, which is alcoholism, <laughs> which well, is the yeah, the free that- the ability to get. That alcohol is, that an opioid oh yeah but Although that's not they're, legal they're starting to get that under control it's basically legal i guess that's true i mean you you get these charlotte and doctors that basically you what these quote unquote by the way this is an after dark yeah. episode we're not necessarily going to talk about racing i'm so sorry these, these these quote unquote pain clinics that have a pharmacy on site and they only dispense one drug mm-hmm. that's yeah. a big fucking red flag it's a big right deal there sure um yeah, let's talk about something fun. Please. Man. Well, the one thing I want to I touch on in that. Yeah. I would I would much rather hear your story than attend your funeral. That's, oh, that's the dude. So for if, sure. If anybody's listening to this. That's a great way to put know, it. I, I, I don't want to say I, I feel like I'm one of the biggest guys at speed drum by any means, but if you ever need somebody to lean on, Mess me on Facebook. I'll answer. I'll For sure. Same here. Yeah, same you know? here. Absolutely. Send us send a group page. If it's between not having anyone to talk to and fucking doing something super Just send us a message, man. Yeah, send us a message. For if sure. I don't get back with you, I mean, I, you got, I got life. I'm busy, but I will. If you don't get back with them, it's because you hate them and you don't want them to tell <laughs> You don't give a shit. <laughs> right. But, no, I, but I, I would much rather talk I had a, to you. I had a pastor that, that had a great saying. We had a bunch of great sayings. He's actually the one that saved me. I wouldn't I wouldn't be saved if it wasn't for pastor. Real quick, are you guys, we're, we're not trying to shove religion down no, your throat. No, we don't, not, you no, don't have fine, yeah. okay, cool, to be a cool. believer or not. Um, but I'm he Christian. said, uh, he said word, uh, su- suicide doesn't take away the pain. It just multiplies it and gives it to other people. Yep. Right. And that is 100%. Uh, yeah, you know, and I was... I was always told, don't use a permanent solution for a temporary for a problem. Temporary, and that's, right. that's, a, that's an AA thing, or that's a 12-step Yeah, um, yeah, it is. You know, the, my favorite AA or 12-step saying, because I did, um, not family is anonymous. What was it? Um, not, I don't. Not Alan. Is it Alan on? No, it was whatever the family one is. Um, when you when a train kills you, it's never the caboose. It's always the locomotive, mm-hmm. which means it's never the first. It's never the last drink that kills you. It's the first one. So don't ever take the first. Yeah, one. and that slope is very fucking slippery yeah. and very fucking high. Yeah, I got. Absolutely. You know, I never. You know, it wasn't until I found out that my dad wasn't my dad that I didn't understand why I didn't get infected. <laughs> You're dropping that bomb on them. With, well, I mean, I'm. I've mentioned it on the show. They don't. The, so. Jordan only listens a little bit, I, and I get that. I get that. Um, so how dare you? So I'll, so let's <laughs> rewind real quick. 
um, back in the summer of, or the fall, no, summer, yes, of 2019 or 2020, I don't remember, I found out my dad, who at that point had lived with us for 10 years, was not my real father. Wow. Um, And he went, he died a little over a year after that. He went to his grave, I'm pretty sure, not knowing that. Oh, wow. Um, My mom had been adopted. So I did an Ancestry.com to, by the way, anyone that I would need to protect from this information already knows, with the exception of my kids, and I'm pretty sure they can't hear me. Sure. Um, I want to know more about my mom's side. Well, when I took the DNA test, my dad, and I'm not going to say what nationality, but my dad was 100% this nationality which means I should be 50% that nationality, and I was 0% that nationality. So I brought that story to my brother, and my brother uh, got kind of sad about it, and he had heard the rumor after my mom died that I was not my dad's son. Oh, wow. So he he swabbed, took a DNA test to find out we're half-brothers through my mom. Wow. So I can relate to that because I don't even know who my real dad is. Oh, is that right? Yeah. and holy shit so i had to make a decision like because i mean the first question my sister-in-law asked was what or no my doctor actually asked it first what did your dad say i'm like why the fuck would i talk about this with my dad right because let's think about this he either knows and has kept the secret his whole life and raised me anyway right or he doesn't know and what does that knowledge do a 70 year old cancer patient like you know, stage I gonna four. Walk, I'm going to walk. He was stage four. When right. I walk, I'm going to walk up to him and say, not only am I not your son, right. those grandkids you helped me raise for 10 years, they're not your grandkids. Like what, what would be the, the only, the only opinion that changed for me was how I felt about my mom. Cause my mom went to her grave, at least suspecting I was somebody else's kid. Never told you. So we went on vacation. I don't know that you know this story. Tell me. We went on vacation this last summer with my dad's sister. And I and I'm not one that's going to keep the secret forever, because I'm a big believer that secrets like this that, that are perpetuated just cause more problems. Sure. So before I talked about it to anybody else, I wanted to talk to her, and I said, "Hey, would you ever have any reason to suspect that I wasn't Dad's kid?" And she said, "Well, funny enough." And she Uh-oh. said, first of all, <laughs> first of all, that's your dad." I said, "100. percent I right. don't disagree. I right, don't right. disagree." He's the man that, that helped raise me. I've lived with, he, at that point, he had lived with us for 10 years, blah, blah, blah. Right. And she said, when you were born, your mom was going around and telling everyone, isn't it so funny that everyone thinks you that, told me this. that Michael is so-and-so's son because he looks just like so-and-so? And I was like, really? And she said, yeah. And the funny thing is, no one was saying it except for her. Oh, so wow. it always seemed like she was trying to create a diversion for it. Right. And the person she was referring to is who I have now found out is my biological father because I am not the only kid that he had and didn't take care of. Through uh, Ancestry.com, I was contacted by somebody else who's my half-brother on my father's side wow. who was given up for adoption by the same guy. Wow. Knocked a waitress up and then disappeared. So, And he didn't want... Actually, it wasn't him that reached out. It was his daughter... And he doesn't want it like this man built a family without knowledge of his father. He doesn't want to start including his father's family in it. So I wanted to, I said, I'd love to meet or talk to him or whatever. And his daughter said, he's not interested in knowing anything about his biological father. 
and you're kind of a part of that. The only reason we ever did this was because I was having kids and we needed to know about more about the health history. But right. what's funny, funny because my dad was not my biological dad and my mom was adopted, I have zero health history. I have no idea. Wow. I have no idea what's going to kill me. I know something's going to kill me, but I don't know what. <laughs> right. So there, there's the story. You happy now? Wow. I am. <laughs> so he can relate to that too. Well, yeah. so let me, um, Larry. Did you have a strong male role model growing up? Uh, my grandfather. Which okay. Funny story about that is, it was my grandfather that wasn't even really my grandfather. Right. Really. My, my mom dated a guy. One, well, one of these guys when she was younger, and um, his mom and dad took me in as if I was their son's kid. Wow. wow. Yeah, so, and they was the best grandparents I could ever ask for. Oh, my God. And to be honest with you, if it wasn't for them, I don't know where I'd be at today because they took me in and never treated me any different. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I mean, they lived That's in Mooresville. Awesome. would come up here every weekend, pick me up, and i go take me down there for the weekend and bring me back on Sunday. Wow. Faithfully. Summer's down there. I mean, yeah, if it wasn't for them, I'll tell you, it'd be, it'd be a different story for me right now. So has has your grandfather, your grandfather's influence helped drive – the way you father your children. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He was a family man, got up every day, went to work, provided for his family, um, uh, went above and beyond for things that he didn't have to do, uh, had a big heart, and it, it's all transferred over to me, and I, you know, I'm forever thankful for that. So, Oh, I forgot the most fucked up part of my story. My, my biological <laughs> father so sorry, guys. is my godfather. Wow. Yeah. And wow. I and, and I look exactly like everybody knew, yeah. like the adults knew, but you didn't put it together. Yeah, they. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Anyway, I and I. I mean, I know I've I met him as a baby because he was obviously. And they always talk. They was it was my parents' business partner. Okay. They owned a business with this guy, and shortly after I was born, they moved to Florida and sold everything to my parents. So, yeah, it's uh, so. And he ran a scrapyard and raced cars. It, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a, it, yeah, it's a weird. That's story. why it took him forever to get to the track. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jordan, are you an only? Or do you have a, do you have siblings? You, okay. Does your sister race? No. Oh, oh you, you broke it. Party foul. <laughs> you finally, you finally pulled a Josh. That's right. I was just going to say. I pulled, dude, I used to well, pull. The thing is, he's. You, been, are you trying to get it closer been, to you? No, yeah. he's been fucking with it the whole time. He's constantly. Oh, yeah. And listen, it's just a person. I need to get fidget spinners in here. Yeah. So we, so, you know. Okay. So does your, does your sister, will your sister race? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. I tried. I tried. My mom's mom said no way. Thank really? really? One Thank God. One of my okay. kids on that racetrack is enough. How old's your daughter? Nineteen. Uh, oh, okay. This yeah. Year, yeah. Yeah. She'd uh, she'd probably do well in the in the Hornets. Yeah. She. There's no I don't doubt she would. Think about it. To be honest with you. Well, yeah. She's, uh, speaking of racing daughters of legacies, we're uh, three weeks. I think we're having Doug and Kimmy Gregg in. Yeah, yeah. we are. Cool. Um, yeah, and and. Doug has always Doug has been like, hey, when am I coming on? Yeah, we we committed to Doug. We did a show. Actually, I can't say what we did the show about, right? Because he asked us not to use his content. There was a show that we did about something about something that right. was that turned out to be pretty divisive, and, and he asked to not be included in the show, and so and so we didn't. And we'll, didn't once we shut the shit, we'll talk about that. In yeah, a second. yeah, but that's a good point. Um, my uh, my girlfriend's kind of like a stepdaughter to him. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually used to race with her too. Really? Very yeah. cool. His girlfriend, yeah, yeah. Back in uh, fast cart days. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Would, Wolf. He used okay. to uh, tap her back bumper while he was racing. Now, uh, <laughs> don't, don't stop it. Don't. don't. Hold on. Let me, let me, hold on. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> sees it. 
Oh no, that's the wrong that's one. That's the wrong one. Whatever. Nope. There you go. That's nice. not whatever, I'll find it. Anyway, go on. So everybody was thinking it. No one yeah. has to say it. <laughs> right. Okay, the moment's passed. Good. Okay, yeah. we're good. We're good. So well, um so the, the the dumb question I have is why didn't you go to adult fast cards? After juniors. Because why? Why do it? I get it. Hold so, on. So uh it's it's kind of funny. Uh they actually when I went to uh front wheel drives they told me the next year after, because I won the championship, I won a lot of races that year. They told me next year I had to move up to actual factory front wheel drives with the adults, and that's when he stepped in. What? And he said, "No, if if I'm moving up the class, I'm moving to stock cars." Yep. And that was back in 2014. Yeah, and they said, "Well, you you can you bring him out here, you rent the racetrack, show me he can get around here in a stock car, no problem." Okay. And he did. And he did. So I let him practice my stock car one day, and and he. Been stock cars ever since. Well, you See, went. You that's went. What I want to do, man. Hold on, want, you went from junior fast cars to junior Hornets. Right. Yep. So, I assume that you, when you went to junior Hornets, you had aged out of junior fast cars. No. 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 Yeah. Uh, okay. So it was thirteen. They. Uh, they. I thought that was the, the age where you could year, age uh, out into. Sorry. Yeah, that's the first year that the uh, they brought up the the uh, junior Hornets. Okay. So. They so need to do that again, up, dude. So we, we went up to. I honestly, I, I think they should. And I think as far as the fast cars. Swap it out for the goes, fast cars. <laughs> well, I, I think they keep the fast cars because the kids is what eventually right. brings to the class. Yeah. yeah. But make it a Friday race. Right. Yeah. I feel like it'd be nice for a Friday show. I've noticed if you look at the schedule, and I don't know if you've seen it. Because the guys that are coming, the audience members that are coming for the fast cars are going to come regardless of what day it is. Yep. Right. Right. And you're still going to make your money. And guys like me, we, gotta, we have to sit out every other weekend because the fast cars come in play. Right. 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 So it's... Kind of, I mean, it's it's great for me because when I first started racing out there, we had to race Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so now this every other weekend stuff is actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's so nice. I think uh, they boat, need to whatever. add laps though. The regular yeah. twenty five laps, make it a fifty lap race to the adult, the, to the adult fast cards. No, the stock cars. Oh, oh, thank God. Stars. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say, holy <laughs> fuck, dude. The street stocks is a twenty two gallon fuel cell, right? Yes. Right. So you could easily do fifty laps. Oh, we, we do hundred. We yeah. do one hundred fifty laps. I was gonna say, don't you guys do like a hundred and something lap race during during the season? And, and then, are you using are you using race fuel or can you use street fuel? We were in uh, one ten race fuel. Okay, all right. That's why it smells so good when oh, they're racing. Oh God, that fuel smells so oh, yeah, good. I'm telling you, start up in the garage and smell it. it smells great, dude. I'll, I'll tell you that. That so a couple <laughs> weeks ago we were at we were at uh, uh, Bruce Tunney's garage and yeah. the very end of the show they're like, "Do you just want us to fire up the car?" We're like, "Yes, yes. please God, do that." Please. And they ran it for like five seconds, and that whole place just reeked. Oh yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, I'm suddenly I'm. So I'm top of turn three with my yeah, two hot all, dogs and my honestly, diet dude, brother. As soon oh, yeah. as I smelled it, I'm like, I wish I hadn't. Because now it's just like it's it's like now April first just seems yes. further away. Yeah, it, it, it feels like we're never gonna get there. Right. You know, and with practice consistently I've being I've never canceled. wanted and this is our third season of doing the show. Uh-huh. I, there's not much other than like vac- vacation. Like I mentioned, we're going on vacation with my sure. family this this uh this weekend, mm-hmm. next Friday. Florida. Yeah, Florida. Nice. And uh I've I don't anticipate shit like I do the race season now. Yeah, and I can't believe I've turned into such a nerd for it. And that's why I love having. Would even go like, a couple years ago, right? And that's the thing. Like, <laughs> what, and that's honestly, dude, like, I, I can't wait so, to tell tell my side of that so story again. I love so, it. So what what I love about this is the room that you're sitting in doesn't exist if it isn't for him talking to me into going to track into the track. The only reason because this wall, this was one none big of area. this exists. This by was the way. one big area, and it was a living room we never used. Wow. So I said, "Fuck it, let's wall it. We can treat." 
treat it as a second bedroom. Sure. But set up the studio because before this, we were up in my master bedroom. Right. Like with my wife standing in the door, like you guys need to wrap up because I want to go to bed. It was super yeah. awkward. Yeah. Um, when we um, when I think about the shit that I've done just for the love of it and just having guys like you come in, like I you know I don't know if we've had and I'm not going to say this how you guys feel, but we've had guys come in here and say it's a privilege to sit around and be on a podcast about yeah, something, absolutely. and it's a privilege for us, dude, for you guys to come in and teach us about this thing that we that we fall in love. It's with. It's a way bigger about. deal for us for you guys coming to even come we up had, here from. We had Phil Henderson, Flagman Phil, right. and he was falling over like he, he was awestruck the entire time. Yeah, and it's like how awesome is it? We're sitting here having drinks. Yeah. Loving the fact that we're getting to talk to each other and having a conversation it about something cost we love. Us anything? Yeah. Neither one of us is taking advantage of the other one. This is. I mean, we absolutely. Right. It's, I mean, we it's we effectively give you. I mean, besides gas, but we effectively give you free booze. And, yeah. Right. You know, and and I mean, hopefully good conversation. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, coming from a guy that's raced for a long, long time. Yeah. What you guys are doing is next level. So, I love that. Man. What what can we so let me really cool. let me so, ask you a question? What can we do other than just keep doing what we're right. doing? And just if that's the answer, that's the answer. That's fine. Yeah, I say just keep doing what you're the doing. The one thing Get we would love there. to Get. do, and, yeah, and no one, I I think we actually have a chance with Eddie on this. You one. cut him off. I did. I'm sorry, Larry. Oh, you said. Doing what you're doing, keep yeah. doing what you're doing, and then you said something else. Yeah, just get you know get the uh, get the public more aware of what's out there to come and enjoy and see and be okay. a part of. And, we can and do that. Make it, make the sport just grow again. Yeah, that's Facebook page, that's so YouTube. Like we're we're that down to me. we're down to I do think it. The best compliments that we get that aren't from drivers <laughs> is is listeners that say we're putting them in touch with you guys. Like, we'll, yeah. we have a group of hardcore listeners yes. that will ask, hey, we've got so-and-so coming in. What do you want to hear them talk about? Yeah, right. and Because it's, we can only, I mean, we can talk about us for sure. hours. Look, we're doing it right now. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, right. I forgot what my next It's fine. Listen, so, okay, so, um, <laughs> so with these After Darks, I like to use it as a way to get to know, like, to, to, and I told Jordan this. Basically, what we want to do is make sure that people understand that you're a human being out yeah. on that track. You're not a number sure. and you're not a vehicle. Right. Because right. I'm pretty sure there have been plenty of people who have come <laughs> up to you or have spoke spoke mad shit yeah. who don't realize that you you have a family. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, you have kids. You sure. you have a wife, you know, and... Yeah, we're, we're basically, you know, just everyday people. Like, I, you know, I'm a... I do floor covering for a living. Carpet. Really? That's why I, I install carpet for a living. That's all I've ever done since I was 18. And, you know, just to go out there and, and get away from all that and race. And I've never been a big bar guy or nothing like that. So right. when I was introduced to, to racing, I was like, man, this is cool. And so I was just an average guy before I went there. And, you know, we're just average guys. Yeah. Um, Did it take my, you my by surprise thing? how good you were at it? Like, And were you, when you first started, were you good at it? Yeah, I was, you know, I was really good right when I first started. Um, it's kind of a natural for, for me. I, uh, you know, my dad back, well, my stepdad back in the day was, um, I was like 10, 11 years old. And, mm -hmm. you know, I got in the backyard, hurt myself. And he's like, I'll take the car around the block. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> well, sure, dad. You know, yeah. so I'm cruising the neighborhood, 12 years old. Like, yeah, look at me. And so I love to drive, man. It was just like, you know, natural for me. So, yeah, I just, I felt like, well, you know, anybody can say that. 
they thought they was really good when they started because you sure everybody thinks they are. But, but I, when I you look at your good. numbers, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean they you haven't yourself. been. Yeah, I mean, I and I keep saying this: you haven't been doing it for that long. You have, yeah, but not in the terms of the speed drone, right? Right. And again, the magical number sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, but my, my, nice. My goal, my goal, my ultimate goal is seventy two, just because that's the year I was born. So, oh, nice. sweet, yeah, sweet. So, so yeah, that's the ultimate goal. If I get seventy two, I can just say, you know, will you stop at seventy two? If you hit seventy two. In the first four races, are you done for the season? No. Heck yes. Good. I love you. Good. I'll, I'll, I'll race as long as I can do it. I mean, yeah. You know, the thrill for me is is it's obviously gone. Uh, not it's not gone. It's a lot. It's a lot less than what it used to be for me. So I enjoy watching him race now more than me racing, just because I've moved on from it a little bit. I really enjoy watching him race. Uh, but it's I always even if I don't race, I will always want to have a race car in my garage. Yeah. It's just because that's, that's just who I've been all these years. Yeah. Is, you know, I've put a lot of time and effort involved in that stuff and, you know, instilled it with him. And, you know, just part of who I am. So do you guys have uh, do you guys have a pretty decent race shop back at back at home? Uh, no, not really. We yeah. just get a two-car garage. You know, it's, Hell yeah, dude. You know, we just, we're, we're low-budget racers. You know, you, you look at our cars, though. We go all out and we, we try to make them look really good. I was going to say, dude, you... You guys dress your cars up real yeah. nice. Well, they they call look me the sharp dressed man for you. Know, Why do they call you the sharp dressed man? It's funny you say that because uh, well, there's two different stories. I, my story of it is Joe Cohen, the old racetrack owner, of yeah. Speedrome, He's yeah. the one that gave me that nickname. Really? He said the sharp dressed man. I was like, hey, I kind of like that. So yeah. it kind of stuck with me. And uh, so my story of it is because my cars have always been like really nice. Yeah. I, I go above and beyond to make my cars look really nice. Now, if my wife was here and she'd tell you the story of it is, is because. We went to the race car banquet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was waiting for this because I spoke to somebody today who told yeah. me this story. Yeah. So I go to the race car banquet. And I'm all tucked up, you know, nice and neat. And Hell stuff. yeah. So that that's where she says it came from. But I, that's I, cute. I like that. Yeah. So that's, yeah, it is what it is. You can take it, run with it. But. I think I think it's a, it's um it's a better story than yeah <laughs> yeah. Um. So has there been a moment? I, re- I, re- I remember what my point was. If if. If, Go ahead. Because I'm going to forget again. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the one thing that I really want to do, and we've talked about doing, I don't think it's going to happen at the speed drum, but sure. we would love to do color commentary during a broadcast or during a cool. race, and maybe not even do it live, but post it after so that someone can watch the race and listen to us. Sure. I think Will and Eddie Van Meter think highly enough of us. We might be able to pull it off at Circle City, but the problem is neither of us are into dirt racing. Can you help us get into dirt, guys? He just said about doing this all the time. I'm just, I'm not yeah. about that. I, I mean, I'm, it's, 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 you know, at a quarter lap at a time. It's yeah. just, it's not. Not me either. And <laughs> I don't, you know, you have to, you have to push them to start them. Like, okay, get all the trucks out here because we got to get them all started up. Yeah. I, and maybe, maybe there's something I'm missing. And I know there's a dozen people listening to us right now that are just furious. Oh, yeah. Like, Doodle, Doodle hates the fact that we don't, that we shit on dirt. Um, Dan, Fuck asphalt! It's for yeah, getting there. That's right. Come asphalt's on, for getting right. there. Right. Um, There's for corn. Look, I do believe my car right now. I, so I do dirt. It's tough. I do believe that Kevin made the right move, letting go. Sure. And I, I and I do believe that that I think Eddie. I think Eddie has had, and I don't. I'm not saying that Eddie's going to quit racing. But I think Eddie has had a career now where if he wants to kind of try to be an executive. Eddie has some experience in dirt. This is a good sure. way to do it. This is absolutely that. a good way to do it. And and honestly, in our experience, you couldn't ask for a nicer guy. Than yeah. Yeah. Kevin, and 
Kevin and Eddie, they're best friends. Yeah. I don't know if a lot of people don't know that, but they're really good friends. Well, and I think part of it is because Eddie is not a private person, but Kevin is a very private person. Oh, yeah. He doesn't. He's a very smart businessman, too. That's what I've heard. I mean, he must be doing something right. Yeah. He has to. Because I'll tell you right now, when you, I mean, the the proof is in the pudding. He puts a good product out there. I think... I think he's really ambitious with this year's schedule. I think, and I've been clear. I've I've been vocal about this. I think gro- three grocery getters is a lot. I think by the time you get to the third, right. you're gonna you're not gonna have as much turnout as the first and the second. Dope. That's the one I'm racing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Again, if I can find, if someone says I'll sure. have a car at the track for you, I'll be there to race. So <clears throat> speaking, um, and then the next thing that I would love to do is I would love to find a team, and I, this is I'm putting this out to everybody. I would love to turn laps where I don't have to worry about wrecking anybody or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we could rent the track and have someone put me like in uh, um, a, a, oh, a, a straight, a straight st- will I fit? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Done. Come on out and race my car. 24 car. Right Let's now. do it. I'll do it. I'll absolutely do it. Because here's the thing. What does he need to wear? What? Yeah, that's a. Well, I mean, if I'm not, does racing, he need a racing suit? If I'm not racing anybody else, helmet, helmet Mike. I don't. I got helmet. you. I got okay. you. I got you for the helmet. Yeah, but you yeah. have a closed helmet, right? Yeah. Fuck that noise. Yeah, dude. I learned the hard way. Yeah. Although my head's not as big as yours, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Fuck. It's just you got a big head. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. It's mostly it's mostly uh, old yeah. bong resin and malted tops that are still left up there from yeah. my <laughs> partying days. But but no, I mean the next time you have a practice day out there, I would love to turn a couple laps just to get a feel for it because I will know then in that moment. Yes, I can do a grocery getter, or no, I, it's not for me. It's First not all, the can, same thing. Can you drive a stick, a manual? I can, yes. Okay, so you're good. I yeah. learned on you're a good. manual. You're good. Yeah. I didn't know that your car was a manual. Oh, yeah. That's cool. More yeah. torque. So do you do you race in second? Third. Third, okay. Yeah, all the gear uh, I have is in the rear end. Okay. Hold on. So in the previous show. Because in the Hornet, most of the Hornets, you race in second, right? Yeah. A yeah. few yeah. days ago. We had talked. He started talking about all kinds of goofy ass races that he's raced, oh, and he yeah, mentioned right. he mentioned a chain link race. Now is that the race where it's the it's, three it's cars? A chain, a chain gang race, right? No, it's chain link figure chain eight. Link. Is okay. that where they where they put the three cars together by? They call no. They <clears throat> called it a wild night back when I first started racing out. Wild there. bear night. No, just wild night. Okay. So it was wild night. Wild night races, and what, what they did is they Dude. had a, they would turn off all the lights. And put flash flashlight, flashlight yes. race, yep. yeah. And then they had, <clears throat> the t- they had the tire on the roof race, so they put the tire on top of your roof, and then the, if the tire fell off, you had to pull off. And the Wolverine. Ooh. But what I've done before is take a screwdriver, just jam it through there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So you do that, and then they had the chain link figure eight, and uh, we won that. By the way, uh, back at, here's a real quick funny story about that. Well, how's it? How's it? First of all, how's it work? The chain link figure. The chain link figure eight is you take a car in front, has to pull the car behind it. With a chain, but the okay. car behind it cannot be running. Got but it. it. So can it's steer though, right? It's steer. You got yeah. steer. The guy back here steering it. So here's a funny story, real quick. A friend of mine took a race car out there and was racing one time. He blew the motor up in it. And back in the day, you could leave your car there. It was a thunder car, Roadrunner. Right. And a lot of guys would just leave the car there and come back and race it again next week. Sure. So my friend did that, and everybody started using it for a parts car. So I started stripping the you know, the carburetor, the intake, oh, no. the, which was okay. It was a it was a parts car. So they did the chain link figure eight one night, and Speedy said, "Hey man, I'll pull you in figure eight if you want me to." I was Speedy like, "Speedy Tappy, yeah, okay." So I said, "Absolutely." Is his last name is it Tappy or is it Teep? Teepy, Teepy, yeah, Teepy. Got sorry. it. So he's like, "I'll pull you in the figure eight. I said, "All right, well, let's do it." So I said, "I'm gonna use this other car over here, the parts car that there's no motor and heart left in it at all, no battery, no intake, no heads, no carburetor, no nothing." 
So I'm like, it's lighter, so let's do it. So anyways, long story short, we go out there, we win the race, right? So we're coming off the lot, we're coming off the racetrack to go to tech. So so the tech guy was standing at the gate, is shaking his head at me, pointing at me, and he's all red faced. He said, Oh yeah, I got you, I got you. He said, Pop your hood. He said, I'm telling you right now, if this motor is hot, I know you've been out there, you've been out there driving this car, you've had it running. I know you have. I've seen it. He said, Pop your hood right now. I'm telling you, if this motor is warm at all, I'm disqualifying you. So he pops the hood. There's no carburetors, no heads. <laughs> <laughs> and he thought he had me dead to right, dead rights. And uh, I said, buddy, if that motor's running, that's something in there. I don't that was know. Holy, that's some voodoo bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he just shut the hoods up. Oh, I walked away. <laughs> wow. Okay, so yeah. there was there was one race that I had, I, I, visit, uh, I was at that was similar, and it's called the Death Train Race, and it's three cars by oh, chain. Wow. Chained together. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And That's so the first this, car. This, this yes. dude is a oh, wow. fucking nerd wow. for these oddball, like the double-decker. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. So the uh, stacker. Have you seen the stacker car races? No. So the stacker car races. So the one on top is steering. The one on bottom is gas and oh, wow. or vice versa. So they, they, put it, they put an enormous steering shaft in. Oh wow! So that the guy on top is steering. I know you want to do it. No, I. I, I know you that. fucking want to do, do it. I would. So it was Andy. huge. Unfortunately, it was really big at Rockford Speedway in Rockford, Illinois. Kalamazoo Speedway too. Cal- oh, wow. I, no, Kalamazoo is what it was. You're oh yeah, yeah, Kazoo, right. Kalamazoo. That's right. Yeah. The only I've got Rockford Speedway on the brain because this is their last. Season. Yeah, they're shutting down. Yep. Which is um, a they also did at Kalamazoo. They also did buses, like a bus oval, yeah. and then a bus oval with boat trailers loaded with boats on the back. Yeah, oh, that's cool. I well, mean, and Rockford got infamous for their trailer races. And yeah, not that, I mean, a ton, a ton of track do trailer races. Sure, but they would get twenty, thirty cars. Wow. It's oh a, yeah, it was a big track. There was. Uh, I don't know if you or were there. It is a big track. With the but the f- like about four or five years ago, Anderson Sun Valley did, yeah. um, did a did their last single trailer race ever. Yeah. Where they had, and I shit you not, there was like 60 vehicles, either like it, it was like 30 cars and 30 trailers. Right. On the on the back. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Oh, that's right. Hey, real quick. Have you guys ever been to the Speedrome when they have the, they used to do it back in the day. They had the Hornets put a uh, skid plate on the back two wheel tires. No. No. Yeah. We always wanted to, like, I've, so I've heard about. this is the last beer I want, you, or I have. Do you want it? You're good? good? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, they put skid plate. They had, they have. Just plain wheels on the back with no tires, and they put skid plates welded to the bottom of the wheels. So they're like skitching? So you're sliding all the nice. place up. Yeah, that was fun. That's, they're fun to watch. Dude. Yeah. And you raced in that. I didn't race in that personally, but I watched it a few times. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm a huge nerd, and there's one person in my life who races a lot who hates all of that bonanza shit. Oh, really? I can't. It's It's Mark. Oh, Mark Tunney. Mark Tunney, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, I don't, you know, and, and I don't blame him. So listen, right. when you're Mark Tunney, you can hate the other. And that's fine. I agree, I agree yeah. And I'm, I'm I'm totally okay with his hatred of it. I just don't tell him that I Mark's love it. Guy. I got a lot of respect for Mark. Um, he's a great, he's like a, it, so my, I trash the track a little bit. Yeah, no, and, and, and he's, you know, Jordan, Jordan makes a good point. And I think what it is is that short track racing has an image issue. Right. Yeah. And for us to not acknowledge it with... The amount of 
with the amount of experience that's sitting in this room right now, we have to acknowledge it. We have to acknowledge the, the fact. Of, have you guys raced before? <laughs> no, I'm me sorry. only. My 17 lap. Okay. 17 so, <laughs> no. So, here's the thing, guys. I, wasn't it scored as 16? I was going to say, was it 16 or 17? No, I was kidding. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was you scored should, as 16. You should. I think, whatever. It was however many but, laps. But here's it's the thing. More I than yours. You, oh, that's right. You're 100% so, right. 15 I'm, and a half. I my, cannot talk Just give me 14 and we'll call you. What are those, like, on the straightaways before you die? Michael. Sorry. Uh-oh. <laughs> so short track racing has an image issue. Yep. What is it that we can do to, make it to fix it? He already answered this question. You have to wipe out all the fighting and all that stuff. The, he didn't answer. Play. He didn't answer the question. Yeah, you got to get rid of all that stuff and then look more presentable. Uh, keep your cars looking nicer instead of okay. like junkyard cars out there. Um, and just drive and just race. And can I tell you show. why my kids don't go anymore? Why? Um, that incident. Remember the incident we talked about between shows, and we didn't. Uh, we not not using names. That was the last race my kids went to because yeah, my man. my kids are very sheltered. Yeah, you got to cut that stuff out. You yeah, can't do that. And they just it was so that was literally the first time they had ever seen yeah. anyone fight. Yeah, it's a friendly, you know, it's supposed to be a friendly atmosphere. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah, and unfortunately, on those bonanza nights, and this is more to Mark's point, on those bonanza nights, it's a different you, crowd. You get a crowd that you wouldn't normally get. Yep. And there's, and because, and the reason is because it is good value for the money. It's tons of entertainment. Yep. The beer is cheap, which is the biggest problem. It's <laughs> cheap. Yeah. And there's fights. Yeah. The I've oh, I there's mean, so many fights during a bonanza. As night. far oh, yeah. as far, fight farts. Fights in the crowds go. Lots of those too. Fights in the crowds go. I've seen more on those nights now. And now to Kevin's credit, uh, the he beefs up. The last one in 2020 was so bad. Yeah, that in 2021. It was like triple the police presence. Oh yeah, and he'll they tell, were not fucking around that. Yeah, he'll night. tell the drivers too. If you fight, you will. You are going to jail. Yep. He'll tell. He tells every one of us that. He yeah. Stands yeah. behind it. The other thing I've noticed is that ever since, so there was that the little girl had an incident in, in the adult fast in the junior fast carts last year, and they brought the ambulance out. Right. Ever every accident after that, now they bring the ambulance out. Like yeah. it's it's just normal for them to do it, yeah. and they did it for the rest of the season, and. Um, did they really? They I didn't did. notice that. Yeah, they, I, I take your word for it, but I didn't know. They did. That. They did, and it was because they never would bring that ambulance out for anything unless it was super, Bad. duper, duper serious. Right. Well, Jesse Jesse Cox, yep, rolled his car. Wow. He he sided. He put it on its side, but still, I thought he was on his roof. No, no he was right, on his right. side because he hit he hit the he was doing the kidney bean and he yeah. hit the tire and uh, which. And, the, As you know, they put it on. They put it back on the four wheels. Poked the head in. Talked to him real quick. Fired the car back up. Went back to racing. Yeah. I'm like, holy oh, yeah. shit! And wow. that's what I love about fucking short track racing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that you know you have these NASCAR and these IndyCar drivers that when their car is done, it's done. Right. But you've got Jesse Cox running a Chevy. That's a let's. It's not a good car. But and not very competitive. It's not right. sorry. Not, it's not not for lack of Jesse's effort. It's so, not very right. competitive because right. he would spend all week getting that car Hell back yeah. on the track. Right. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but it's then never going to not be a Chevy. Cobalt. But you roll you roll it over, <laughs> and you're good to go. Right. Yeah. You turn the key and oh, you yeah. fucking get just after like it. the double nickel, dude. If it starts, it's racing. But I will yeah. tell you what, that's when it's the most fun when you go out there and not have you know don't have a care in the world. You don't dude. have like a billion dollars in your race car. You got there just you know like a starter class. That's when it's the most fun. When you don't, when you, when you don't go out there and expect to win, right? 
you go out there just to have fun and you keep it that way, that's yeah. the most fun you'll ever have yeah, in a race for car. Sure. Right. And for I've sure. raced all of the, you know, I've raced almost all of the uh, the, the, the divisions out there, and I, the most fun I've ever had, to be honest with you, was a, a beginner class. The Hornets. Really? The Hornets. I had the most fun because that, that track is just big enough for the Hornets. Yeah. To where you can hit to the brake. To open them up. Yeah, to you yeah. can hit the brake and get right back to the match to yeah. the floor and take mm-hmm. that off. So how, fa- how fast is your street stock going on the straightaway? I've heard rumors about 70. Get the fuck out you guys don't have you guys don't have like you don't have speedos in there? them. No. no. Okay. Well, no. but they had huh. a, like a softball out there, a softball like a radar gun. Radar gun. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they was clocking it. And I guess the late models get up like eighty five down the straightaway. In the what? You don't. You wouldn't think that, but that's what I've been told. Interesting. I would figure the late models would actually go faster through the. You know what's great? Got more distance. What's great about this? Yeah, we have a friend. Well, you know what? That has that has a speed gun. Oh, yeah. We can just ask him. So I just yeah, said something. That's a good fu- thing to do. Oh, he's actually. I don't know. Are we allowed to talk about what he's going to do in uniform on the track? I think so. Uh, let's Should not. We, let's put a pin in it. So we can ask we'll our ask, buddy. We'll, ask well him. we can ask our buddy, and I'm sure he'll be like, "Hey, can we borrow the?" The speed gun, I guarantee you that box is going to come out, and that'll come the gun, and we can sit nice. there and um, you guys do that. More, Let me know. So more than once, more than once. Um, we will specifically uh, tag you and I see will, how. I'll, yeah, that'd be cool. More than once, I'll pound drinks. Yeah. And have our friend, and I'm not going to say who because he shouldn't. He <laughs> we know who you guys know who he is. He shouldn't yeah, be yeah. using it. He'll bring in his breathalyzer to see where I'm at. Oh yeah. And I want it, and I'll ask him like, "All right, would you let me drive right now?" Because one of the things that I've always been proud of, and and kids, if you're listening at home, because don't are, drink and drive. There are some kids. That, right. No, no, not that. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, is um, holding my liquor very well, like like being past the point of driving, but you wouldn't know it, right? And I will ask him, like, okay, you like you do DUI enforcement. Would you let me drive right now? Yeah, you seem okay. Like as long like stay on surface road, stay off the highway, stuff like that. Yeah. All right, let's see that breathalyzer <laughs> and blow into it and go. Like, Holy fuck. He was yeah. like, yeah, man, I've been drinking for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't even spell car, much less drive. <laughs> um, so yeah, so those so those goofy those goofy divisions really really get my goat. And I should like I, I don't know. I enjoy I enjoy the other stuff as well. And I know that the one thing that Michael what really brought Michael in to the track was was the um was the Hornets. And and the Fords, yeah. Um, yeah. And when you talk about getting getting more butts in the seats, yep. all it takes is saying, "Hey, I'll pay your ticket." Uh huh. You come out. Yeah. If you hate it, we don't ever have to go back again. Right. And uh, sometimes that works. And sometimes it doesn't. And and right. and for as much as I can stand Josh, and I will tell you right now, he's an awful human being. Yeah, we hate each other. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> um, he has brought, and I know people around the sports the sports room. Holy shit, speed drum! How dare you? He, I think half a dozen people. He has brought. I'll buy the ticket. Just come. Yep. Now only two of them attend regularly. Now. Yeah, and regularly. Yeah, and, and I'm one of them. And yeah, I'm, we're we're probably them. we're probably looking at a third well, here. Colin, well, Colin, Colin was was on board before. All right, so so just mind. you, yeah. So I'm one for six. But I, but I was impressed enough to remodel my house over a dude. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Over a racetrack. Um. Yeah. So so you're Put talking stickers about stickers on the wall and shit. Hell yeah, dude. You're talking about getting getting people out there, but it's just that simple. Yeah. It's just that yeah. simple. Buy him a ticket. Is there? Is there? Mailman Mike. Yeah, that's my two. Buddy of mine from Illinois. Yeah, I brought him once. He's coming to the three hour again next year. Yeah. But but do I you mean, guys go to that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
F- Where do you, you guys I, usually I'm do the? This year. I've raced it a few times. Yeah, real. Have, oh, they had back about five, six. Well, two thousand ten. So does hold on. Is it so is Kevin? Does he still have a late model? There's a Garrigus that runs a late model. No, his son did. His son. Oh, did. I think okay. his, his uh, nephew does. Yeah, nephew. Okay, yeah, his nephew still races. All right. Yeah. So you said you you raced. Yeah, back in 2010, I took my street stalker and raced it with the late models in the three hours, which is allowed. Yeah, it used to be allowed, not so much anymore because guys took advantage of it, was going out there and just turn half laps and then parking and making quick five hundred dollars. Oh, oh shit! Are you kidding me? Kevin cut it out for everybody, which I don't blame him. I would too. But anyways, I did that back in 2010. I I completed. I raced the whole three hour in my street stalker, and I and I I don't know how many laps I did, but. The, wow. the highest finishing street stalker in that race got five thousand dollars, and I won that race. Holy shit! Wow, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Mark won it was that a race, race too. Yeah, same race. No, that year I won that. That was um, R.J. Norton won that one. The second but, one was Mark, wasn't it? Yeah, the second one was Mark. He, he ended up hitting you. It's a yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The race is over. Mark's coming around celebrating, and I was still coming through the crossover, and he didn't see me and. He hit me, and that was the first time he hit the whole damn race, and he spun me around. Oh, that. no. So, yeah, yeah, but it was, you know, just actually, <clears throat> I didn't know. So, but, yeah, that, that was fun. That was fun. Well. Do you enjoy the figure eight? I love the figure eight. I'd, I'd race figure eight every weekend if we could. Really? Get, I don't like the oval. I'm not a big fan of the oval. Would you be it. open to a street stock figure eight? Absolutely, anytime. Okay. Anytime. I think, I don't know. The That's a was, lot, dude. I don't know how many of the street we stock guys would We used to race street stocks. Back in, you know, what? 2015, 13, we really? was racing. Street Stocks used to race figure eights every week. I mean, the first the first full season I was there, they had Hornet figure eights. Yeah. And they haven't done that since. But that year, there was also a very bad accident in the cross. I remember that. The, the Ford Crown Vicks took all the figure eights from the Hornet guys and the Street okay. Stock guys. And Kevin told me, I talked to him about this a couple months ago, about you know putting at least one figure eight back on the schedule for us this year. And he said, I'll tell you what, you take a piece of paper around there and get everybody to sign it. It says they'll race a figure eight. No problem. He'll Man, I fucking love that. I love a, a track owner that will listen too. to the drivers. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah. let's let's draft it up. Right. Let's get it. And, I mean, it's not that hard. You know, yes, no. I will. And then they write their name in, in print, it. and then they write the cursive for the signing. Yeah. You know, one of the things that the loyalty guys talked about. Jordan, are you in? Oh, I'm in. That's two. <laughs> got, That's two. That's two right there. I'll do a lot to make my car. Um, I'm betting. Right, I'm I'll betting Joe Junior <laughs> and Jordan would be in as well because oh, yeah. they're super. They're That's four. They're talented drivers. Technically. Not technically, but Jordan was the youngest kid to ever win, win a figure eight in a street soccer. Holy shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 2014. Yeah. He was 15 It doesn't old. make you Holy remember. shit. That doesn't, yeah. It doesn't scare you at all? No. Wow. No. Different breed of, of human, I guess. The one thing that, um, and I, you and I need to spearhead this next one. You know, by the way, you know the, who else is a different breed of human with the trick? Donald Van Valkenberg. He is also the yeah. same way. He was like, hey, do you want to do figure eight? Hell him. yeah. We just, <laughs> had, yeah. <laughs> we just had him in here a few weeks ago. Well, yeah, dude. No, it's been more like a month. Well, it's, it's been a month and a half. Anyway. What were you um, saying? Sorry. The, the Ford guy, the loyalty guys said they would love to do a north-south challenge right. where they would do, um, have all of the speed drum, sports room guys come up, race here. So all the speed drum guys go down and race there yep. and then do another race in a neutral site mm-hmm. for, and like do it as like a pitch in race. Like all the guys throw a hundred bucks in yeah, and then whoever wins, it takes it all. Nice. Um, but the problem is you would have to have coordination between the sports drone management and the speed drone management. And that mm-hmm. third track. Yeah. Well, the third track I think would probably welcome it no matter what, because as long as it's between Jeffersonville and Indianapolis, all the fans are going to that oh, race. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, if it steps on a speed drone, right? one of the biggest issues he and I are going to have this July. I don't think there's a track between between Salem. 
Oh yeah, but they don't do. They don't have a decent figure eight. No, I'm not talking figure eight. I'm oh. talking oval. Oh um, yeah, but that's so big. That's what she said. But that's so, so big. Think yeah. about opening up one of those big V8 Crown Vicks. Let me. You've raced at Salem before, right? I have not. He has. Okay. Yes. Okay. So comparing now, have you done? You've done the oval. Just the oval. Or have you done the figure eight as well? I did the big oval. <clears throat> right. The 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 only right. The only oval. The big oval there. Um, I always joke about how the figure eight is just not a great figure eight there, and they use they don't. If you ever get a chance, go back and listen to our Salem oh, summary God. race. Oh yeah, they had Ben. Mark, just, Mark, was, went, oh, was Mark, Mark went off. Just wow. took a shit all over him. And they had the FEMA lights sitting out there to light everything yeah, up, in right in their eyes. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so you've been on the big oval, right? Compare, and you can't really compare the big oval to what's at the Speedrome. Hell no, because the Speedrome, there's not a lot of banking, if any. There's none. There's it's, it's right. So. Comparing it to fuck Anderson or Winchester, Winchester. or Winchester, I've never been to Winchester. Winchester. I've always wanted to go. Uh, we, I, I know believe. the answer to this question. I know this one. If you're asking Jordan, I know. I know the answer to that. Which question. one's better? So I, I've <laughs> been to doing the CRA. I've been to almost all the tracks. I've been to Bristol National okay. Track. Nice. Uh, out of all the tracks I've been to, Salem's the only track that I've, I've actually got out of the race car after practicing shaking. Wow. I, cannot, I cannot keep my hands from shaking. Really? Just the yeah. adrenaline rush that you get from that track is just crazy. Hey, Josh. I, yeah. I really like that He track. didn't know what to do with his hands. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Why? Right. <laughs> because we didn't make a single Talladega Nights reference the first so, year. First or last. So, that's right. That's right. Son, I was probably drunk when I said that. All right. So, um, the hell, they're second place, they're third place. So, you get out, so you get out and you're shaking. And because why? Just the adrenaline rush. Man. Nice. You're going so fast around that track, and it's just... Dude. So I would love to see, do do a north versus south. Yeah. One at the Speedrome, one at the Sportsdrome, and Salem then one there. at Salem. Yeah. And cool. I know Salem would be in for it. Yeah. The problem is, I'm, I'm not problem, I shouldn't say problem, because I'm not trying to start shit. Issue. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin has to work it into a schedule, because yeah. if because the Fords bring people... Yeah. And if the Fords are running, he wants them running there. Your and biggest problem is going to be the rules. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if you follow <laughs> the same. Cars, you don't. Cars yeah. are a different breed than yeah. our cars. Yeah. And not to mention. And that's, are you so, talking about the ones with the sports drone? Yeah. Those, and those, those are, are, those are they're, modifieds in the R street style. And they're a little bit yeah. more competitive is the word I'm going to use. But I mean something different. And then the tires, too. Yeah. Tires are totally different. Totally different, yeah. Are, are you saying that uh, there's some. Uh, Modifications made to the Fords down there. Oh, everywhere. The Crown Vicks. Or? Yeah, well, yeah, down there they're definitely more stock cars than well. <laughs> they're more race cars race than they cars, are yeah. stock. Speaking cars, of, can you guys tell us the difference between a modified and a late model? Because I'm still really confused about that. Offset. They're offset cages. Offset chassis. That's it. That's that's the answer. So modified yeah. to make those kind of turns. Yeah, they're modified. The motor sit back way further. Okay. Towards the driver. Because I got I got made to look very very stupid. I did too. At the Uh-oh. sports drone. Well, the modifieds and late models. As far as like late model figure eight cars, late model figure eight cars are more middle center balanced. Yeah, they're okay. more. They're left sides more. 50%. Because at the sports drone, they race two figure eight divisions that look kind of similar. Uh-huh. And I was back there in the pits <laughs> talking to one of the drivers. And it was like, Ronnie Basham. Okay. I wasn't going to say that because uh, <laughs> I still feel bad about it. I was like, hey, man, this is going to be a hell of a turnout. There's like 18 late models here. He was like, there are? And I was like, yeah, and I started pointing them out and shit. And he was like, those those three you just pointed to are modified. modified. They're not late models. <laughs> oh, wow. And I'm like, oh. And he's like, you don't know the difference? 
I'm like, no. So he took about ten minutes to explain the difference. Yeah. By the way, I still don't get it because I'm right. not that. I'm just I'm, I'm not that bright. I'm not that smart either. And then like five minutes later, I'm like, oh cool, uh, uh, Ben, Ben's here too. And they're like, Ben showed up. I was like, yeah, he's right there. And Ronnie looked at me. I was like, that's Mark. <laughs> and Ronnie hasn't talked to me since. <laughs> See, the great thing about me is that I don't have the added benefit of being a car guy. Right. Or knowing knowing my car. So I can be an idiot yeah. and ask dumb questions. And everyone's like, oh, that's sweet. And pat me on the head. The problem is a I know a little good. bit like I can be conversational. But sure. then, but like if I get too deep, it becomes very apparent. I have no idea what I'm so talking about. So you don't work in the auto industry. You repair stuff that's usually towed by vehicle, by, by, by cars. Right. Um, were you guys car guys grow? I mean, obviously, probably Jordan, you were, but... But were you a car guy growing up? Like, were you really into, besides racing, were you really into cars and knowing about how they work? And, like, no. were you working on cars at a young age, that kind of no, thing? never. I was always into, like, the General Lee and Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah, that, that hell yeah, dude. I was hell into, yeah. You know what I mean? But, but other than that, that was about it, really. Really? Yeah. So it just took. When I first started racing, uh, here's a funny story real quick. When I first started racing out there, this is how much I knew little of a, a car. Sure. I went out there, my brakes went to the floor. And a guy was like, I said, I ain't got no brakes. I can't race. He's like, what do you mean went to the floor? I said, I don't know. He said, you got fluid in it? I was like, where's it at? <laughs> <laughs> so he raises the hood, and it was empty. The master cylinder was empty. Yeah. So he puts brake fluid in it. He says, hit the brake. So I hit the brake, and it went back to almost empty again. He said, stop. Raise the car up the back. Yeah, I raised it up, and I had a, had a leaky wheel cylinder in the back. Yeah. So he fixed it for me so I could race. I didn't even know how to fix it. Yeah. So then here I am, you know, 20 years later still racing cars. To be fair, I don't know how to fix a leaky, uh, a leaky cylinder. wheel and cylinder. it's so weird because yeah. I spent my day replacing the front brakes on my, my niece's car. Like, I just, like, four hours ago, I was bleeding the, the brakes on her car. Yeah. How'd it go? It went fine. I mean, it's just I two master cylinders, two rotors, and, and a set of pads. I've done it before. Not two Damn. master cylinders, two calipers. Yeah. Because she had one that was sticking. So I'm the kind of guy that if it's a set of something on both sides yeah. and I have to replace one, I'm replacing both. Gotcha. To me, it doesn't make sense to have a new caliper, rotor, and pads on one side right. and leave the other shit on the other side. I'm it a YouTube mechanic. Right. <laughs> well, for me, it works. For me, I've been I've been working on my own cars since I was shit before I had a car. Yeah. You know, I was working on my friends' cars and shit like that just cuz um my stepfather had shop manuals and shit laying around cuz if you if I can pay if I if I can pay someone 600 bucks to make a repair or yeah. if I can car, get the part for 120 yeah. and bust my knuckles but learn something yep. that's what i'm going to do absolutely because the next guy that needs that mm-hmm. now he doesn't have to spend the 600 bucks yep. that's the way i've always looked at it right. that's why when she told me what was going on i said listen if you can make it up here this weekend because she lives down south so if you can make it up here this weekend for a third of what a shop is going to charge you mm-hmm. i can do it right so and that's why i spent my day doing what i was doing right another thing is too back earlier when i was telling you about my first race car yeah i was i lied it was okay. a, it, came, it finally popped back in my head. Yeah, so yeah. I had a 77 Buick LeSabre. LeSabre. Oh, the Sabre. So what's funny is that and the Electra were on the same frame. Yeah, it same just thing, different yeah. body, yeah. It was my aunt's car. She drove back back and forth from here to uh, Vegas twice a year. Nice. Michael had a pretty dope uh, pretty dope uh, Buick. It oh, wasn't yeah. a LeSabre. You kept, you always called it a LeSabre. I know, because I don't know the difference in the models, and I should. I had a nine. I had a 98 Buick Park Avenue. So I like. I like those. I have one of those. Up until very, very recently, 
I'm a car guy, but I, I don't like expensive cars, supercar shit like that, like yeah. off-the-shelf nice cars. Fuck all that. Right. I want unusual cars. And it comes from my very first car. My very first car was a 75 AMC Gremlin. Wow. And I was at, a Buick uh, Opal. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, and I kept that car on the road out of the junkyard because at the time, like growing up in the like my in the mid nineties is when I started driving. Yeah. Part stores didn't have everything, and the internet wasn't a thing. So if you had a rare car, and I'm not saying the Gremlin was a great car, right. I'm saying it was rare yeah. at that time. It sure. was a seventy five. I was twenty years old. So you had to go to the junkyard and hope you could find parts. Right. Brake pads and shit, or not actually they didn't have pads, they had shoes because it was all drum brakes. But shit like that you could get. But like if you needed a rotor, right. it's two weeks. Or go to the junkyard and see if you can find that or a matador. It had the same, like that kind of shit. Right. So I've always liked cool cars, like sure. unusual. Right. So I had the 98 Park Avenue for a little while. I just sold off. I had a 1994 Oldsmobile 88 Regal. Nice. Um, those are hard to find. Yeah, yeah, but the problem is, it was a fucking hanger queen. Oh, I yeah. did. I bought it for not a lot of money, and yeah. the very first week, it blew a brake line because oh. it was rusted out. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, get out the tube bender, but like made like custom fab to brake line, put it on. Then it developed a fuel leak. It was a fuel return line had rotted out. Yep. All right, we'll go get rubber hose because I'm not putting metal back on. Fuck all that. It's too hard. Right. And then um, the starter died. And I said, fuck this. I don't make a lot of money, yeah. but I need to have a car that I know is going to start every time I get in it. Sure. So I went out and I spent way too much fucking money on a Honda. <laughs> we just bought a Honda CRV. Hey, Jordan, what was your first car? Like your first daily? My first daily was a 1968 Chevy C10. Short bid. Nice. Hell yeah, dude. I, I wish I didn't have it. Transmission was three on the tree, or no automatic. It was, it was auto. It was auto. Okay. <sighs> I wish I didn't have it as a daily driver though. Why? Why? Because it, it was it was stock. It had the uh, drum brakes on it. So it was uh, awesome. You mean? Yeah, it was awesome. It was it was great until uh, you get somebody has a brand new twenty nineteen yeah. Hyundai that oh, stops yeah, on that's a right. dime. Yeah. And, Hits the brakes, it's a little too hard. And my, my it out. Was yeah. it was it a V eight or was it an inline six? V eight, V eight, nice. Yeah. Wow, it was a badass truck, man. I wish I wish I still had it. Yeah. Didn't want it at the time. Now you wish you had it. Isn't it funny how life works out? Oh, yeah, man? yep. I, I loved it when I had it. It's it was just a nice truck, really yeah. nice. Truck. Oh yeah, it was old jalopy. It was a pretty good. Truck. Wish I had more of a daily car. That was more like a Sunday driver. Got car. it. Got it. Got it. Let me. Look, I, now this uh, speaking of trucks. Did you ever race in the in the pickup truck races they would do at the speed drum? It, they, they've only stopped doing it only for a few years. How about the spectator race? No, no, no. They used to have like an S10 Ranger, uh, Ranger Oval at they the did? at this. Yeah, yeah. It was I like it was like that. small trucks. They did. I swear to God, they did it. No, they were no. the S10 racing no. Hornets for a while. That was it. Oh, that's, that's that, okay. That, yeah, you're thinking of what the to- the story that Tori told. Yeah. They would let S10s run in the Hornets. Yeah. That's right. Damn it. Because it used to be four-cylinder class. Now it's front-wheel drive class, so the S10s can't race there no more with them. They need to bring that. I agree. They need to do like a – I want – actually, at one time, I, I I tried to get Joe Cohen to start an S10 class, like a stock car Dude, class, it'd be great. But it had to be s Because there's trucks. so many of them yeah. out there. Yeah. That and Ford Ranger. Yeah, yes, do yeah. – yes, do an uh, yeah. S10 Ranger and Ranger. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I tried to get him to do that a long time ago. Dude, I would um, – you guys can go ahead and talk for a little while. I have to pee real bad. Okay, we're. Um, I would. I would love a, like even just a regular pickup. Here, I'll show you what we're 
like a like a regular pickup truck race. Right. Like not even like like a like an F one fifty or oh thank you, an F one fifty or a Chevrolet. I don't know what a like a fifteen hundred. Is that a right. Ram? That's a Ram. Fuck. Um, fifteen hundred is a is a full size Chevy. Okay, got full it. Size, yeah. What I would I would be cool with with that kind of stuff, dude. Yeah, like seeing too. it's something different. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. out of the norm. Um. So and and like I said, I'm a huge nerd for that. For the bonanza bullshit, dude. I, I, I love do. it. I, like I would, it. I would love to see the flashlight race and the what was it? The mother-in-law race where they'd have somebody in the back and they'd switch Stare. it out. No, they had a guy in the back seat. The guy in the front seat was blindfolded. And the guy in the back seat. Oh, was that's right. Would tell him where he's so going. Turning, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> um, and and now that all that space is purchased back there, we could do monster truck uh, rides again with oh, the yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, which I know. <laughs> Um, so someone who listens a lot is, is Dan Yeah. and Dan is, um, he's very much, uh, he, he likes to tell stories and one of his favorite stories is the, uh, there was a, uh, a monster truck that was giving rides to people. It's called the Wolverine. Okay. And the phrase was, it's the ride of your life. <laughs> and I asked his, I asked his. I'm good. Let's get water. I asked his dad about it because I had a chance to meet his father. Right. And I said, hey, uh, Mr. Dan's father, can you tell me uh, about the Wolverine? And he goes, and this is literally what it did. It went, it would fire up and go up a little bit and then down and then it would come back around and that was it. That was it. And it was $15 a person back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Like, holy fuck, dude. That's like 60 bucks today. I agree, yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Wow, <laughs> are you still a little small circle. God, I'd be so pissed. Yeah. I'd be so mad. At least ramp some cars in the parking lot or something. <laughs> something yeah. Um, and and Michael's not a huge fan of monster trucks. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm only into like the really whack, like cr- the crazy stuff. Like uh, a couple of years ago, during, do you watch monster trucks at all? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so are you familiar with the Mad Scientist monster truck? I don't know what his I'm name not. is. Anyway. There's video from the Monster Truck World Finals yeah. where, for the first time ever, he does a front flip. Oh, wow. Have you seen that video? A front flip? A front flip. No, I have not seen Oh, that. dude, it's unfucking real. Because, really? like, y- you've been to Monster Jams before. You know they hit Back that flip. ramp and go backwards yeah. and stuff like that, and that's really cool. Yeah. But he, what he did is he came off of a jump, yeah. and he gunned it. And the and when you gun it, you know that the that, that top is coming up. You know. Right. We're talking Monster Trucks, by the way. Yeah. So I don't know if you've seen the video, and I'll, I'll tell. Him, have you seen the video of the monster truck doing the front flip? No, probably not. The front flip. It's the I think it's the mad scientist, the mad scientist truck. Max D. I think maybe I'm not sure. Anyway, um, so he comes off. He comes off of a ramp, and he he pops his front end up, and he's gunning it. And that's the whole time you're doing that. That's what they do. They just stay up the whole time. He's wheeling it, wheeling it. He hits one of those. Um, like he, he either hits a ramp or one of those reverse ramps and it flips him and it goes boom and it pops his back up and he rolls does a full flip over and lands on all four. Wow. It's a rocky hit. It's a rocky landing, but he stuck it. That to me is more entertaining than oh, watching yeah. them pancake cars. I agree. You know, and, and that would be something that I think that Michael would enjoy it better right. if it wasn't just a, you know, Sunday, Sunday, like it, yeah. it, it needs a little bit more than just jazz it up a little bit. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Something. Um, well, I know Kevin's bringing back the um, – they used to do a race a few years back where the uh, the late models would pull out pull out on the racetrack and the stock cars would pull out, pull out on the racetrack. He's doing that this year? Yeah, and the late model guys get to pick a street stocker for a partner. Oh, that's right. They're doing – like they're doing uh, – uh, no, I'm, I'm okay. 
I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, they're doing like a uh, like a group or a team race or something team like race. that. Yeah. So that racing that uh, Bruce talked about two weeks ago, um, the, he's we're talking about that now. So oh, okay. basically, instead of just choosing, they're, oh, I they're, feel way better now. They're cho- <laughs> they're choosing instead of uh, late models, they're choosing uh, street stocks to race with in that team race. Oh, team figure eight. Yeah. yeah. So then you're gonna be. So then that means you or you are gonna be on that field. Absolutely, I'll be out there. Yeah, yeah you better be out there. Yeah, what the yeah, fuck, yeah, man? Right. Are you kidding me? And, uh, me and Jesse. Right, now I'm stoked. Yeah, Jesse picked me as a partner a few years back, and we won it. So that was pretty cool. Dude, not bragging or nothing. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, look when you're when you're the the certified goat out on that field. Right. Okay, you know you're fine. You got it. You can right. you can talk as much shit or as little shit or whatever <laughs> you want to say as you right. <laughs> as you want. Um, Jordan, is it daunting to have your father <laughs> as your father, knowing his legacy? <clears throat> well, I will say. Um, all of last year, he got called Jordan Hans' dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story, by the way. Really? So now is that by it's people? Awesome, it's awesome. I, I got it? a good teacher to to rely on if I ever need help. Um, as far as the racing aspect uh, setup, I have it down myself, Pat. Sure. Um, Doing the CRA deal—that's that's what I like about doing CRA as well. You learn so much doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you really test yourself mm-hmm. going out there at different tracks, finding what works at different track. Uh, when you race the same track every every weekend, it's kind of it's I won't say it's easy, but it's it's it. You should have your setup ready to pat, go, pretty pat. Yeah. yeah. When you go to like Anderson one night and then Winchester next, you're you're going from setup to setup. You're changing spring shocks, sure. everything. So sure. it might not no, be so he wants to know if it's intimidating for me to be your dad. You're going off the you're going off the question here, bud. He's na- hey, listen, <laughs> listen. He's he's NASCAR politicking it right, right now. It's that. fine. No, I, I love I love race. I, I really wish he would he'd run full season. And you know, if I lose the championship again to him because I've done it before, if I lose to him again, I you know he earned it. That's the thing. He earned the championship racing against me. And mm-hmm. same Are you like, saying he didn't any other time? No, no, no. He, he's got oh, to start this shit. This is going to be a long ride <laughs> hey, home. So, so let's talk about the number two. Does Kirby still race? No. No? No. So then well, after he, well, he still races, but not at Speedrome. But, and then after that is Speedy, right? It's uh, Victor or Speedy. Okay. And, but, and they still race, right, at the Speedrome? Uh, no. Oh, Speedy helps his son Andrew race in CRA. Yeah, I, yeah but I could swear. But does Speedy run the three hour? I could have swore he, he ran jumped the three. in for Doug Gray's uh, backup late model. This Got past it. Year okay, because yeah. I knew I saw him race at least one yeah. race. Yeah. He, he refuses to race at the speed drone because they switched over to DOT tire. Uh, you know, which I was kind of I wasn't happy about it at first either. But then once you get once you adapt to the the DOT tire, it's just it's the same racing. Right. The same guy. And everybody's fast, on the same fast. tire. Yeah, and everybody's on the same tire. How, it's a lot less expensive. How uh, how fast was or how hard was that learning curve? It was definitely different because when you're on a race tire, you push your car to the max. When yeah. you're racing on a DLT tire, you have to re, you have to slow it down to make it faster. Got uh, it. Yeah, you know, that doesn't make sense to a lot of people, but you got to slow it down. Like, you know, I took a big four barrel carburetor off, put a two barrel on, uh-huh. uh, slow the timing down on the motor. Uh, just, you know, change your spring setup. You just got to you got to make it work with the with the DLT tire. Yeah. So, but, okay. and, and, and so, but it's like you said, it it's cheaper for the drivers, right? Absolutely. Right, absolutely. Okay. I, 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 you know, Kevin, like I said, he's a very smart businessman. And when he did that, uh, made the street stocks race to uh, both, you know, the Thunder cars and the street stocks was a dying division. It was both kind of like eight, nine cars. Yeah. So he's like, you know what? Let's just put them together. We'll meet in the middle. Yeah. 
So that's what he did, and, and, and it worked. You can, know, do you buy those tires there? Because I know Hoosier doesn't, doesn't no, you do buy DOT your, you tires. Buy your you own buy your tire. own. Okay. And you, you can run any tire you want So it's like the Hornets. To. So it has to be a, you know, it has to be a 70 series tire, and it has to be a 15, uh, 235 a or 225, 70 series tire. Yeah, My biggest tire. complaint with this street tire is I wish they would, they have the series, so you got to be 70 series. But they're all different tires. So my biggest thing is I wish the they tire. put it on the same tire. So, like, say, for instance, Mickey Thompson tires. Mm. Uh, I wish we'd all be on the same Mickey Thompson tires. Uh, right now where it's at, he could be running Mickey Thompson's, and I'm running BF Good wrenches. One week I'll be faster than he will be. The next week he'll be faster than me. I won't know if it's I'm facing with a setup issue or if I'm facing a tire issue until I go buy the same tires he has. Right. right. And then that's when the, the expense starts to get up. Right that sounds now, expensive as is hell. There, is there, it's, is it's there a, a tire that, a lot, like, for the Hornets, everyone loves the Continental. Yeah. Um, because it's the cheapest and it's the stiffest, best best bang for the buck. Is there is there one tire that a lot of the street stock guys use? Yeah, we're all switching over to Kenda, t- called uh, Kenda HP tires. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was around Mickey Thompson's there for a minute. They was doing very well, and then... Gonder came along. He he he's the one that found that. I'm pretty sure he's the one that figured out the Kenner. Canner. Canner or Ken, Canner yeah. had the Kendas. Yeah, I think you're right. And then uh, Canner came up with that. And then uh, and then so I thought, you know what? I'll try it. And I put them on, and I instant I picked up three tenths right off the bat. Wow! Just by changing the tires. So I was like, oh wow! Those so tires been, are starting to get hard to find too. Holy so shit! Now dude. we're starting to we're going to have to figure out what's the next tire, next best thing. Yeah, it's because we're racing on 15 inch tires and the and the. The production nowadays don't they have eighteen, nineteen inch yeah. wheels and tires? Yeah. And the funny thing was, back when you and I started driving, fifteen inch tire was I, was the most common oh, yeah. size tire to Not get. No more. Nope. Because <laughs> everyone's driving 20s. big trucks and SUVs now. Yep. Yep. So you can't hardly find a fifteen inch tire anymore. Yeah. When you look at it's so funny. I just talking about the Honda I just bought. Yeah. Um. I usually I will swap out my spare with a full size spare mm-hmm. simply because we travel a lot and yep. I don't want to have to worry about finding a sure. repair shop. Right. The the spare for that big ass tire on that and it's a compact SUV yep. is bigger than the tire on the Oldsmobile I just sold. Wow, is hilarious. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's it's amazing. How many, and I don't know if you guys know this or not. A lot of new cars don't even come with spares anymore. They give you they give uh, you they give you a plug in compressor yeah. and a can of fix a flat. Wow, are you kidding me? I'm not. No donut. I'm that, not. No that, donut. It's that weight gas mileage thing they're trying to get. Yeah, a it's, grip it's on. absolutely ridiculous uh, because the whole concept is it's just supposed to get you to a shop. That's it. Wow. And yeah, I I mean I I'm a child of the '70s, dude. Yeah, well, I too. was born in the '70s. Like I want a full size spare. Right. If I'm on the road and I have a blowout, I want to put a full size spare on yeah. and worry about that shit when I get home. Exactly. Right? Yep. Rather than fuck up a vacation. Right, and that's where you should worry about it is yeah. back home. Yeah. Well, outside the road <laughs> <laughs> broke down yeah holy shit dude yeah um so i i i've been thinking about other things while you guys were talking and when you mentioned your vehicle i thought about your van and then i thought about van figure eights uh, uh sportstrom does that sportstrom does van yeah. figure eights but they really? do it on they do it vertically not not horizontally. Right, yes. Yeah, they yeah. use the same intersection, but they do it from, from... They use the same crossover. Jesus sorry. Christ, uh, Michael. That's pretty embarrassing. Marty foul. <laughs> they use the same crossover, but they run straight away to straight away. Call okay. Tommy, Tommy Mason up in here yeah. and have him give you shit, shit for it. We started a whole debate on, was it low-budget TV mm-hmm. or Dirt 2 Media? I think it was low-budget. 
because we had, and not a lot of fans, maybe a dozen or so, they were covering, like I think it was the California race, yep. and the announcer kept saying the intersection, and we had fans of our show. Isn't that annoying as shit, though? Going into the- Is it no, just us? Going into the live comment section, just just bombarding this guy with, it's not a fucking intersection, it's a crossover, and it was all fans <laughs> of our show. Larry, what do you call yes. it? I've called it both. To be honest with oh, you, I've said, I've said Larry, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like I, so I wasn't crossover. I, I didn't have a huge bias on it until we called our show the. That's crossover. true. Yeah, I, I like crossover better, not because of the show, but I just always like the but name. But the argument that Tommy Mason had, and it's not inaccurate. Um, years ago, there was there was a differentiation between an intersection in a racetrack and a crossover because they because there were tracks that had crossovers where you went over. Yeah. Rather than on the same plane. Wow. And that's how they differentiate it. Larry, could you imagine? No. <laughs> <laughs> like where's the where's the fun in that? Right? Yeah, no. Like there's no you're not risking your life. Pass. Yeah, it's nothing, yeah. Pass. You know. So Right. Well So are you gonna be able to are you are you running CRA as well this year? Does it, that does that cause problems for you trying to be in points contention for street socks at the speed drum? It is um, this year. I believe I'm just going to run speed drum. Yes, um, I'm biased. Full. I, I so my thing is I, I love the competition. So I like going doing CRA because yeah. if you finish oh, fifth so against no some guys, at speed drum, is what you're saying? If you finish fifth <laughs> against those guys, you're doing something right, and mm-hmm. that's a good night. Mm-hmm. If I, I, I this is just how I feel at speed drum. If I don't. If I don't win, it's it's not a good night for me. Got it. Yeah, and that's just how I look at, it. and that's also yeah. the com- a competitor in me too, because I want to win. Um, but I, I, this year with it being a brand new car, I know how my car is supposed to handle at Speedrome, so I'm gonna take it Speedrome full year, just get the car set and right, and then next year we'll probably do a couple uh, traveling races. Nice. Go back and race Anderson. I wish they stopped doing the dirt races at, at Bristol because we used to race Bristol, the NASCAR track, and uh, that was pretty nice too. But now yeah. they do the the dirt stuff. They don't they don't have us on there anymore. But this is a dumb fucking question. But did you ever race out at Bowman Gray? No, I wish, dude. Isn't that track ridiculous? That's awesome. <laughs> turn four. I don't know if you know. Turn four is kind of weird. Yeah, it's got like that. The wall comes in towards yeah. the track. That's that's weird. L- Larry, have you been out to Have you been out to Bowman Gray or have nope. you? Never have. No. Oh, dude. Do you it's, guys know the last? I watched it on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Thing. Um, we were we we got to go to Talladega with them. Oh, it was ridiculous last nice. season. Um, I as a jo- we had him on once he got once he landed his contract with Mullins Racing. Um, we had him on just to talk about it, just because it's kind of cool, like hometown boy makes good kind of story. Yeah. Right. As a joke, we mentioned, "Hey, man, we'll see you at Talladega. Make sure you get us those pit passes." <laughs> 24 hours later, his mom, um, um, uh, what, uh, Tamara reaches yep. out. Miss Tamara. And says, yeah. hey, I need uh, I need your full name so I can get you on the, the list. <laughs> wow. We went cool. to, they brought us to Ted. Now, we had, now don't get me wrong, Mullins Racing is a small team. We yeah, had to pay we pay, for I mean, passes. it's not like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh. It's, if you, and we, and I, won't, I won't bore the, what audience so, we have. So, let me, let me, let me tell you. Um, have you guys been, besides the speed drum or other racetracks, have you been to, like, uh, like Talladega or IMS or anything like that, or Daytona, or Daytona for like a, like in the pits or or in any sort of yeah, other than as behind a the scenes area. I've been Bristol. to IMS, really. Yeah, yeah. During during when uh, was it during a race or was it just you were just back there? So the uh, the Indy cars. Yep. Um, 
I went to school for C9 and okay. advanced manufacturing. So we got to build a go-kart to race. That's dope, dude. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So I, I built a go-kart and I raced it on the track. And uh, that was back when the practice was going on. We didn't get to see the actual race. Sure. Mm-hmm. But we heard the practicing going on in the background. Yeah. So that's yeah. that pretty cool. And that's Larry, pretty you said you went to Bristol? Yeah, with him. Oh, okay. Which oh, yeah, dude, that, that's a whole that's a whole other level, man. Like yeah, like cool. those those big tracks, that's a whole other level. Yeah, it's really cool. You know, um, and and we're not like we've said this, we're not NASCAR fans. No, but, but Talladega is Talladega. Oh, yeah. I couldn't, and we're huge Ricky Bobby fans. <laughs> <laughs> so with the, do you guys see my got, race car back in uh, twenty fourteen? No, dude. Well, no, I started I, I started going in two thousand and seventeen. Yeah. Okay, so. I'm number twenty six, right? Yeah. So that's my Ricky Bobby I, number. I've always been twenty four. That's that's always been my number. Yeah. And uh, the very first year that I went to street stocks, I couldn't be twenty four because he was twenty four. So I went 20, rude. <laughs> I went twenty six because Ricky Bobby. Right. That, that, that's that's my whole yeah. hell yeah dude because Ricky Bobby, you know. Yeah. So I went with the Ricky Bobby paint scheme. Did you get like the Wonder Bread jumpsuit? Did you really? No, not the jumpsuit. I had the uh, Wonder Bread. But I do love Fig Newtons. (laughs) I did almost got a Fig Newton sticker on my windshield. (laughs) Dude, you should have done that. And what was funny is we were in the lead up to going to Talladega, we were privately joking with. with with Dang. Brayton uh, about him wrecking because it's Talladega and I'll be and a motherfucker he if he doesn't wreck right he in front of his parents right in front of Tan- right in front oh of his parents God. right in front of his parents it was wow. it was another driver that took him out and it, the same driver had his same issue at the exact same spot during practice and we can't make fun of them no we can't we've been asked not to mention them anymore because they're a pretty big race team um, but what was really cool about that was we I had my credentials. And I wanted to see how far they would get me. So we were all the way at the back of the pits. And I said, I'm going to start walking towards the track. And I'm going to walk past every security guard I can. And I want to see how far I can get. And 10 minutes later, I was standing on the track. It was nice. fucking awesome. Like, how fucking unreal. And uh, cool. and then we watched the race. And I don't like big tracks. I just don't. Because I want to be able to see everything. Right. Because what it was, we're standing right there on pit road. You can't, uh, you can't. And see you anything. watch them come cro- across, and then you turn around and you watch the big screen. Right. And I'm like, fuck this! I'm gonna go check on on my buddy because um, Josh was in the pits taking it all in. And I was, I was also, and I'll, and I'll you just were be talk- honest. That's right. You were talking to um um Tim. Yeah, well. and and my, uh, Tim called and he goes, "What's yeah. going on?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm here," and I'm like throwing him photos. And stuff. I was like, "Oh, cool." Um, and also, and the one thing that I, I, I don't keep a secret. I'm a, I'm a big dude. I was different in a, I was in a different physical, yeah, um, condition. I don't, ever, I don't ever tell this part of the story. Then, then I am now, um, now I'm, I'm doing a little bit better. I'm trying to work out regularly and try, you know, try not to die at age 40. Um, which is going well so far. Um, <laughs> but, but I was different not physically then. Now, now if I were to go back, like, let's say I go back next week, right? Or whatever, you know, two weeks, three weeks from now, go down to Talladega. I could do it. I well, could even, walk to the. I could well, walk to the track well, and back. No problem. Let, like, look at it this way. Not to get too personal, but um, a year ago, if someone had said we're going to put you on a plane and fly you out to Washington, <laughs> that would have been a fucking nightmare for yep. you. Forget about a seat on the plane. Yep. Getting from the parking lot to the gate. Awful. And and the, the thing is, I'm not trying to make fun of you. What no. I'm highlighting is you've been working your ass off. I'm to trying get there. to. That's I'm trying right. to. So, um, but anyway, so. Our point is, you were he was in the pits. if ever if there. ever you get an opportunity, mm-hmm. if someone says, "Hey, we've got pit passes for you at this racetrack," just get 
Just we, fucking get there. We got to park right at the. No matter how the much case. you have to spend, so I'll be I'll be one hundred percent on our passes per person mm-hmm. or sixty a person. Was, was that right? Yeah, it was, it was sixty dollars yeah. a person. It cost us more in gas to get there than it, it was for the sure, passes. Oh, sure, fucking did. You know, with a hotel and yeah, and pit right. pass and food, we maybe spent without gas. We maybe spent two hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> we were gone thirty six hours. Yep. Barely. It was a hell of a weekend. Barely. We're, we're, we're doing that thing where we're talking just about us. I'm sorry, guys. Um, so, so. Um, That's a cool NASCAR experience, you know? It, it, it absolutely was. We, we have was, some stories from Bristol. We, that, please. That we can't, you know. Oh. I, uh, I blew my motor up on Bristol, the racetrack, and uh, we actually changed the motor on pit road. Oh, wow. That was a story by itself. Um, they wouldn't let. So, the way it worked. Is uh, Bristol a mile? Uh, Ish. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not too sure. I'll look. We're gonna find out. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Yeah. So, so I end up blowing my motor in practice, and the way it works is, you had the street stocks and the late models in the inside the track, parked inside. Right. And you had your Hornets parked outside. So they go late models practice, street stocks practice, and then once that's done, they had the Hornets go out and practice. So when Got I blew it. the motor up. <clears throat> They wouldn't let us uh, get our motor, or we had a backup motor in our trailer that's outside the track. They wouldn't let us go get the motor um, until, you know, the horns came out and all practice was done. So we wanted to get it going, so we ended up, there's a there's a tunnel that goes from the infield to outside the track. We walked all the way out there and got our motor out of the trailer, and then there's a police guy that had a gator. And he's like, man, if you can get your motor to me, I'll take your motor in, underneath the track to your piss spot. Oh, hell yeah. So my dad's like, yeah, give me two seconds. So <laughs> we ended up getting it, putting right. it in a truck, and we backed it into his gator, put the motor on top of his gator, and we drove it into the infield. And what's, what's cool about that is you get to say, you get to change your motor on pit road. Yeah. Who can say that? That's, That's badass, and you dude. know what's crazy is them guys, they don't play around when it comes to – any like debris or antifreeze or anything you put on the track, they had oil dry there. Yeah, like we when we took our motor out, we had all kinds of antifreeze on the ground, oil stuff like that. Uh-huh. The very next day we came back, man. There's that where we was parked at when we changed the motor. You couldn't tell it. There's wow, no it was clean. Yeah, they was clear. on it. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and they know they all the cops there and all the uh, officials. They knew us as the guys that changed the motor on pit road. Nice, <laughs> that's cool. Those that's because you got to change your motor, but at the same time, man, you, you get to tell your grandkids that. So yeah. So let me ask you a question. Um, and I know the answer is going to be yes because of the way I'm phrasing it, and I'm putting you right on the spot. In the summer of 2024, if you're running CRA, if you run Bristol, uh, can we chill in the pits with you? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Speedrome. Guys, yeah, come, anywhere, come down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anytime, anywhere. So, as far as the pits go, we come after just because. I come dude, before. I'm a, ble- I'm a bleacher creature, dude. I love. Yeah, I we love like sitting up there and talking yeah, shit. I love sitting up there and talking shit. More drama in the back. I yeah, know. and we know, but the, there's more snacks on the trip. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they have a. They, they, I found out they actually have a food. Uh, do they really? They do. The, you know what I found so, out? So, you want to margaritas. They're selling margaritas in the stands. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they sell alcohol. That. They sell yeah. alcohol in the stands, yeah. I knew alcohol, but margaritas. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, they're not, like, fancy fucking margaritas. They're, like... They're margaritas, they're like, dude. They, yeah, they come... I mean, they're they're delicious. <laughs> they sell, and, um, like, on the really hot days, they'll have daiquiris, too. Man. Um, but I'm not... I'm, I'm going to be straight be up real sideways. with you. The pits are just too expensive for me. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I just, I, it's not, I can, the guys that I want to go see, I can see after the race. Yep. Right. That's, I'm just being honest. With also, uh, I'm not attracted to the drama. <laughs> like, I, that's don't get me thing. wrong. Right. I think, I think it's thing. a, it's a, it's a vital part. The but... problem is you and I got too big a dose of the drama last year and we're just <sighs> yeah. done with it. It's so down, we want to be, yeah. we want to be friends to alter. We, sure. So right now we are in the middle of trying to figure out there's a driver that wants to come on. Right. That is that has some very vocal opinions about some very popular drivers, mm-hmm. and it's a struggle for us because we we want to give them an opportunity to right. say that. So honestly, what Josh did, and it, it's he's braver than I am. He reached out to the drivers that this other driver wants to talk about, right. and said, "We're having these drivers. This driver. I'm also on. friends with the drivers. Oh, well, that he's I didn't want to mention. I didn't Whatever. Mention it's that. fine. Who cares? Go on. Right. And. And he and the the uh, the driver was like, I don't give a shit if you have him on, but have us on a couple weeks later yeah. so that we can. And that's we want to we don't want to be in the middle. Sure, the drama. We want to, and part of it is because we want to have access to everybody. Sure, not for a couple reasons. It's cool and it's content and it's good for the show, right. but it's also good for the sport that everybody gets a chance to talk. Sure, well, there's two drivers on that track that we have had nothing but issues with, and right. it's gotten personal and with threats and shit like that. Mm-hmm. We've settled all that. We cannot wait to have those two drivers on simply because we want everyone to have a voice. Sure, yeah. because this show doesn't exist. There's another guy that I'm just going to say it. I've been very political about this and played it straight. There's another guy that stole our name and is doing similar content oh, as dude. we are. Oh, wow. Oh, dude. And you know exactly who we're talking about. And, and the interactions I've had with him, he makes the mistake of, of thinking he's the product, right? right? He, he has a very inflated, sense of who he is and his part in if the they whole kick thing. me out they're gonna yeah, lose this I, person so and it, this person fuck that it, dude it, anyway wow. anyway my point is right. josh and i understand that the product is on the track sure and the only way we can be successful it's you guys is right. the you guys way. are the fu- we're, yeah. we're 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 we don't, a couple of buttholes that just like to yep, learn that's about right, racing. That's right. And that's why and then talk we, about ourselves we want to involve as many people as possible so sure. that and that's I forget where where we started with it. That. Doesn't listen. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna have another shot. At the end of the day, are we are we good to wrap or do we're you good to wrap? If these guys or? if these guys need you guys to, need to go. You, I want to say this right here. I I appreciate you guys doing what you're doing. Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you so much, drivers. Thank right. you. Uh, it helps yeah. us out and um, it goes both ways. So I want to say I appreciate you guys yeah, doing. Thank you guys. The one yeah, thing probably. the one thing before you guys leave sure. is if you guys could. Give me a bunch of names. We'll wrap and we'll talk for a minute. If you who guys could give we, me some we names of people okay. in the street stock division right. that we need to interview. Okay. Um, I only have one or two on my brain right now. Okay. Um, one is uh, Herbie Conrad. Yep. And the one? other one is Rex Cox the third. Yeah. Um, Look out for him this year, guys. Really? Really. Uh, he's good. He, he was really good last year. He's a young talent. Uh, he drove me clean all year last year. I, I have nothing but respect for him. Nice. Look for him to be in Victor Circle multiple Dude, times. Dude, um, that's what's up. I've, we, I've only heard good things about him. And the one time, the, one, the first time uh, I, I had a chance to watch him race, he went for it, and he got a little too uh, bud, I guess, uh, too tight, and he flew right over, and he end, uh, took some air for that. That comes with seat time, too. Yeah. yeah, this was his first year. Oh yeah, he's gonna be good. He's gonna be I, real good. His dad. I was think really good. he went straight to street stocks. I don't. I don't think he raced anything else. I don't. I don't remember him in anything else. And for him to be as good as he is now, I'm. I'm telling you, he's gonna be one. He's of got a good teacher for. too. His dad was a really good racer too. Really. Yeah. 
We got to have them on. Oh, and yeah. then we've also talked about having a round table with the Gonders, Joe, Joe mm-hmm. Jr., and Jordan. Yeah, they're they're good guys. Yeah. So, good friends with Jordan. They're good. Yeah. They're good guys. They seem they seem like of good folks. all the ones that I've talked to, Jordan has been the one that has been like the most open and honest about stuff like that. Yeah. Sure. They got so, heart. Both both the Gonders, they got heart. Yeah, they, I like to thank them. You know, they're just like me. Uh as far as racing goes, I will race you how you race me. Right. right. I, I feel like that's how they are. Cool. Yeah. Yep. So so listen, man. Thank you guys so much. Hopefully, this won't be the last time. No, we we'll, want you we'll on more for sure. And yeah. we would love to do a round table at a shop or something like that eventually. We that. With several, with drivers, several, yeah. with several okay. street stro- street stock drivers. Cool. Um, here's the thing: you need to pick them. Okay. Yeah, and so, and we yeah. also need to be very, very careful. When we have six people on, yeah. everyone needs to get and everyone, alcohol. Everyone <laughs> needs to give everyone a chance to talk because sure. we did a round table with the adult fast cards with and six guys. Guess what? They yeah. couldn't form the they fuck up. Form the wow. fuck up. It was the slop, It was the sloppiest show we've ever done. Wow. Mark Purvis ended up literally falling out. He was so drunk. Yeah. Wow. But apparently, I didn't know this. They were drinking before they got there. Yeah, he pre-gamed. Wow. wow. Um, also, Mark apologized to me later. Did he really? So that's okay, buddy. So anyway, yeah. for the um, you guys don't have to be involved in the closing because yeah. it's just you know for okay. the crossover. I'm Josh. I'm Mikey. Be good. Be good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, dude, yeah, you're welcome. Appreciate it. Anytime, guys. You guys are always welcome here.